they look at subjects, they put a pencil on their mouth so that to assimilate, would you practice? Yeah. So assimilate a smile. Okay. 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 Yeah. So to assimilate a smile and then, so, and then they, they measure how happy they were when you're doing a stressful um, task. So they were saying that if they are smiling, then they are less stressed when they're doing a stressful task. So they were saying that, you know, is it because, because you look like you're smiling, so then that you're happy or it mm. tricks the brain that you're happy. So then you have a less stressful response. Welcome to Black Belt Beauty Radio, a podcast fueled by a passion to support your journey in developing your most beautiful and optimal performance in life. Each episode is driven with the intention to elevate your mind. When we elevate our mind, we elevate our life. So get ready. It's time to rise. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of Black Belt Beauty Radio. This week's stunning guest is beauty and health expert, Dr. Terry Lung. Terry's story is truly inspiring, you guys. At 30 years old, she was diagnosed with cervical cancer, which deepened her passion for the integrative approach to medicine, a focus on nutrition, health, and hormonal balance. I really admire her growth mindset and how she's used her challenges to continue to rise to new levels in her life. Dr. Terry has devoted the last 18 years of her life to helping women prioritize their well-being by optimizing skin and hormonal health, first specializing as a surgeon, then in aesthetic medicine, and now hormonal acne and aging with resilience. So, you know, we hear age gracefully a lot, and that sounds cool, and I can get down with that, but I think aging with resilience is just more badass. I mean, if you haven't heard me say it before, you know I have a tagline, age like a badass. And Dr. Terry Long's approach to her skin aesthetics uh, definitely is in partnership with aging like a badass. So this conversation is truly so much fun and so informative. I loved talking to Dr. Terry. We touch on the holistic effects of aging from emotional, physical, and psychological influences, how to reach ultimate skin health through the ages with lifestyle routines and products. We discuss new brain-like cell discoveries found on the epidermis that gives skin the ability to hold emotion. It's fascinating. We discuss all things Botox, where to go, how to do it, when to do it, etc. We also discuss Dr. Terry's personal go-to rituals and must-have skin products for glowing radiance. We touch on so many things. This conversation was one I was looking to have for a long time, but I wanted to speak to an expert in face aesthetics who also respects integrative health, someone who approaches beauty from within and out. Dr. Terry was not only the perfect expert to bring on because of her knowledge, her background, and her high-level expertise on the subject, but equally because of her authenticity and her infectious energy. I had so much fun throughout this talk. I promise you're going to learn so much and be giggling often throughout this listen. So definitely check out Dr. Terry's Instagram. I love her gram. She makes the funnest reels and, you know, shares a lot of really informative information uh, about how to keep your skin healthy and resilient along with her infectious energy. And I would love to know, you know, if you have any takeaways or questions from this episode, reach out to me or Dr. Terry. Best place is IG in the comments or on the DMs and both of our IG handles, if you don't have already, are in the show notes. And last, but definitely 
finally not least, my support ask that if you have not already given this podcast a five-star rating and review, please do so. It means the world to me and my team. We appreciate it so much. And there's a really easy link to do so in the show notes as well. I want to make it as easy as possible for you guys to support us so we can keep supporting all of you and even more. So without any more words, please enjoy this epic conversation with my new friend, Dr. Terry Long. Enjoy you guys. You guys, before I hit play on this episode, I got to fill you in on one of my secret weapons that helps me to feel great and perform great in my life. I get asked this question all the time. How do you have so much energy? And the truth is, it's my entire lifestyle. But a major factor that plays into this energy is my morning ritual. That's right. That is my secret weapon. It's how I'm starting my days. How you start your day, you guys, directly impacts how you are going to move throughout your day. So what I wanted to do to really support you to optimize your energy, to help you be very focused and drive yourself in the direction you want to move yourself throughout your day is I created a free downloadable 10 minute kick-ass energy morning ritual. That's right. Cause I know, I know not everybody has a ton of time every morning to designate to a morning practice, but even 10 minutes, 10 minutes at the start of your day will make a major difference. I say it all the time, you guys, inches make the mile. So what do you get in this morning ritual? You get a five minute meditation that you can actually take in at any time of day. It's going to root you, center you, and help you just get very grounded and elevated within yourself. You're also going to get a free downloadable PDF with some action prompts just to help you build the habit of this ritual. So, so there's some journal prompts in there. There's a movement prompt in there. There's some intentional nutrition prompts in there just to help you, you know, be very conscious about the way that you're driving your body and your nutrition throughout the day. Both are huge levers in how you're going to feel and perform. Another call to actions. All of this you can receive by entering your email. There's a link in the show notes, but this is also on blackbeltbeauty.com's homepage. I just made it easy for you by putting this link in the show notes. Put in your email and you will immediately get the meditation and PDF sent to you. I did this because I want you to feel great and perform great in your life. And honestly, you guys, my morning ritual is truly that. It is a secret weapon. It's how I sharpen my sword and how I strengthen my shield and prepare for battle. Whatever life's going to throw at me or whatever I'm, you know, putting myself in, in terms of being in the arena, you know, seek the fight every day. I know that I'm going to be better capable after I have done this morning ritual. So check it out. Let me know if it serves you. DM me on Roxy Look or Black Belt Beauty's Instagram. I can't wait to hear what you think and what you feel after practicing this morning ritual. (laughs) Dr. Terry Lung. Okay. First of all, your name is gorgeous. And I was just, I wanted to make sure as we started the podcast that I pronounced your last name properly. And can you please Tell me and now all of our listeners and viewers what your last name means. So my last name, Lung, it means dragon. And my Chinese name, Pui Feng, actually means phoenix. So I, yeah, so I actually have like in the Chinese culture, in dragon is like the masculine and the phoenix is the feminine. So in, you need both 
in partnership. That's why in marriages, you always have those two uh, mythical creatures as an, a symbol in, you know, in, in decorations and everything. So that's kind of. Okay. I mean, this is <laughs> what a killer start to what I already know is going to be incredible conversation because I mean, you just hit my heart. I mean, first of all, the Phoenix, I just, I love the Phoenix, love the dragon too. I just, you know, the Phoenix is that feminine energy, that force. And so, and then for you to talk about the masculine and the feminine, which is so integrated into everything in my brand and and my life, really. Um, I think that just sets a beautiful table for us to start talking about beauty and health and how they they really do work together. So for a little bit of context for our listeners and viewers, can you please just get a, a little background? Because I, you know, you're a doctor, you specialize in hormones and face aesthetics. Um, I've been wanting to talk to someone in your field with your mm-hmm. expertise, very specific though. I, I really wanted to speak to someone with your approach, you know, this more holistic approach, because I, you know, first of all, that's Black Belt Beauty is a holistic high-performance lifestyle brand, right? And so even how I approach beauty, it is this holistic approach. It's, 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 you know, the inner and the outer. So I I was so, so excited to bring you specifically onto the show because I know that you can, you know, carry this conversation well and, and, and talk about beauty from that perspective. So back to my original question, if you can just give a little (laughs) bit of context to our viewers and listeners, um, you know, your background and, and how you really arrived to be where you are currently in your career. Fair enough. Thank you so much, Roxy. I mean, number one, I just want to say, I'm, you know, when you, approached me to invite me to your podcast I was just blown away because I love your brand the whole thing about you know female empowerment and like you say women can be beautiful but strong you know so people always think strong is kind of very hard but again strong is also feminine and soft and flexible yes fluid like water like fluid so a little bit of my background, I actually first never wanted to be a doctor. Um, I wanted to be a dancer, actually, when I was younger. And then when only when I was 16 years old, I decided I wanted to be a doctor because I grew up um, kind of a bit on the chubby side. I was very dark. So it, growing up in Malaysia, I was bullied a lot. So I always call myself like the ugly duckling. And so when I decided that, okay, I'm going to just focus on my brain. So six years so I decided, okay, I will be a doctor. I was the, then I became the first doctor in my dad's family and the first female doctor in my mom's family. And then I went to become a surgeon first. Um, so I trained as a surgeon. And then in 2007, there was a few things that happened in my life. I decided that surgery was not where I want to be. I mean, we didn't have social media at that time that we could look at, you know, female surgeons who are influenced influencers mm. now that you know have that good work-life balance and you know have a stable relationship but in time I saw female surgeons with a divorce having affairs and never seeing their children so I thought that's not what I'm gonna do so I I left surgery thinking and I left hospital medicine thinking what should I do so one of my friends uh, I met to say why don't you do a Botox course I totally did not know anything <laughs> about that so so I thought okay I'll I'll, I'll look into it so I did the course and it was transferable skills, you know, techni- technicals that it's, you know, it's, it comes easy for me because, you know, I was a surgeon before, you know, quite easy with like, you know, small, minute um, mm-hmm. kind, of, kind of techniques. But then I would spend an hour with a patient 
wanting for Botox one hour with a patient. I mean, like who does that, right? Yeah. Who does that? But I love listening to their stories. And I always found when someone comes with a line, it was never just a line. It was talking about, you know, talking about her life, you know, the, her fears going through um, maybe divorce, maybe going through change in, I don't know, you know, the children growing up, mm-hmm. losing identity, you know. And then so then I started, got interested in nutrition, and then when I was 30, I um, had quite a few health issues and I had early stage cervical cancer. And and then it just threw me in the whole field of, you know, functional medicine. I yes. went to the States to study functional medicine and then I went to study kind of kind of bioidentical hormones, hormone balancing. So I started incorporating that into my work and I started seeing lots of patients with skin. And then I wrote my first book called The Hormonal Acne Solution, how to clear your adult your adult acne without birth control pills, um, mm. antibiotics or Accutane. So that was kind of like my first I don't know, my PR agent at that time say that, you know, that was my first kind of um people know me for that really sure. for hormonal acne. So and then slowly my page, my patients grew with me. So in their 40s, so I'm early 40s at the moment. I got a five-year-old son. So my patients now, you know, slowly changed to women in their 40s going through perimenopause, menopause. Mm-hmm. So I'm always very fascinated about that, you know, kind of like duality, the Eastern and Western part. Because I myself, I lost my mom when I was 19 years old, um, just mm-hmm. three years, three, three weeks of starting medical school. So it just, I grew up in my twenties without a female role model. So I was very hard Mm -hmm. at the time. So I had to learn a lot. And so it was just, yeah, it was, was, I mean, now it's just continuing learning really. It's never ending. Never ending. No, that's such a powerful story. I mean, you, and there's so many aspects of it where I really do relate. I mean, first of all, let's just also say this. We are both, uh, I think, Gemini horses. Did we? Yes. Yes. Funny, we are born the same year. I know. That's so powerful. I love it. You know, I'm 10 days out from my birthday and, Aww. you know, I'll be 43. And so, you know, even the, just that, that point where you are so, you know, you're, you're the, the, the decades of the forties and perimenopausal and menopause. I mean, that was also very interesting for me, but going back to what you were saying about the, you know, spending an hour with a woman who comes in for Botox and it's never just a line. There's so much more depth Mm. there. Um, You know, I relate that to, like, I can connect with that. When I started doing makeup over two decades ago, you know, it wasn't, I'm an artist and I do like, I love your fuchsia lips right now. Fuchsia is like my favorite, you know, it's (laughs) it's like a brand called my brand color. Um, But, you know, it wasn't, while I do love playing with actual makeup and colors and textures and the art form of it. That wasn't how I started. It was, or rather it wasn't why I started, I should say. What really drew me in was this connection that I felt with the woman that I was working with and what I was able to do for them emotionally, psychologically, by just you know, expressing some creativity through this medium that was makeup, but it was really mm. the connection with the woman. So, yes. you know, again, it, yeah, I totally understand how that could have pulled you in deeper to, you know, to then go further down that, you know, pathway to then, uh, you know, become an expert. And this is a, a core part of your, your practice, right? You, yeah. you know, absolutely. Yeah. Because like you say, a line, people see the line, but there's a story behind the line. 
Yeah. Really, you know, yeah. say what what caused that woman to have the line. And right. sometimes, you know, people always talk about, um, you know, is it vanity? I've got patients who come and tell me, say, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I don't want to be vain. I don't want people to know. But sometimes they come because they, they the story that they tell themselves that calls them to have the line, it's time for them to let it go. Mm. Really, you know, so maybe they, That's it's powerful. no longer it's no longer serving them. So they, they, they want to get rid of it or reduce yeah. it if you like, you know, so that it doesn't keep reminding them of whatever the hardship they went through or, you know, they feel that, okay, my story is, is I've already passed it. I've already processed it. It's a new chapter. So that's why yeah. I want to reduce a line just because, you know, it's no longer my story. I love that. And, you know, when I think about you know how you mentioned like the Eastern and the Western, you know, you love that. And obviously I love that approach as well. And I'm just thinking right now, I'm like, wow, you know, when we think about face aesthetics, like mm-hmm. anything like Botox fillers and, and, you know, these things, I mean, I kind of put that in the Western, you know, surface, like we're going to, we're going to handle this on the surface. Right. Yes. But the Eastern is root cause, right. It's yes. root cause medicine. And we always, yes. and you know this about me and so do my, you know, my, so does my community, you know, I'm a working from the inside out kind of girl, right? So mm-hmm. um, with, but I have so much respect. I mean, there was a time for Western as well. I mean, it's not, yes. I'm not fully connecting, you know, everything to be in that category, but I am saying that, you know, because one of the things I want to talk to you about as well in this conversation is that psychological, emotional component that comes with aging. And, you know, I think we're in a really interesting time because I, you know, I was just having this conversation yesterday with one of my best friends about how, you know, all we see now is fillers, Botox, uh, uh, filters, and we don't really see, you know, like in my growing up, right. And I, at least, you know, in my age, I, I have reference to, aging, like women who I've seen age beautifully and gracefully, but I just think about the younger girls coming up and all they see is this just, you know, surface it's, uh, what's fake. I mean, it's fake, you know, which I agree. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, like you say the, the influencer, you know, the TikTok different filters, you know, I'm all for enhancement. I mean, makeup is a form of enhancement, you know, beautifying yes. and everything, you know. But I think, and it's so, everyone has a different reason for it. And after a while, sometimes pe- pe- beauty, again, I have the beholder, different perception, what is beautiful. And it's all about harmony. Yes. I always call it global facial harmonization. Mm. Okay. So it's kind of like, not everybody, not every woman can do with big lips. Not every woman can be you no know, sharp nose, you know. And it's kind of like, but I, I prefer women to be more upfront with what they have, mm. really. You know, so you see a lot of celebrities and I've seen some patients, you know, who have very big following and mm. they have Botox, but they say, oh, no, it's just a, you know, it's just my skin peel or my my my, or right. my facial oil. And then it gives a... A false impression to the right. community because right. then they feel bad when when they apply it, it doesn't work. Then they feel the problem is with them, right? You know. So as long as they're upfront with it, then and there's nothing to hide. Then you know. I mean, I have treatments. I'm not ashamed to to yeah, share my, my sure. community. 
Yeah. Well, no, I think it's beautiful to own it. And, you know, I'll probably, it's probably a good place to insert this. Like I truly have judgment against this. I mean, I'm a beauty expert and, you know, I've never done anything to my face except the hydrofacial. You're still gorgeous. Just, You're still gorgeous. Thank you. I mean, listen, like there are some things I'm like, oh, there's some things, you know, look at that. Like collagen is breaking. No, well, I, I will give myself some credit to say, I feel like I'm doing a great job Mm-hmm. to be a woman in my forties and to just be relying on lifestyle. Now, yep. mm-hmm. am I saying that I would never do it? I can't say that because I actually don't know. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, there are times where I, I look in the mirror and I'm like, girl, you look tired today. What if, you know, <laughs> <laughs> for those who are watching and like, just tug at the face a little bit, pull it back, but I'll end up putting my fucking hair in a ponytail or bun. And it's like an instant face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that helps. Like, you say you know that's that a does help. T- <laughs> Absolutely, it does help. Oh tape. Oh tape. Tape or or t- Oh my gosh, <laughs> tape is a real thing. I remember that. In makeup, know. You know, like some girls had tape. I was yes. like, oh my gosh, it's a real thing. <laughs> yeah. So, but I just want to set. I want to say that because you know there there are a lot of women. I mean, my friend, like people who do that, and I get it because you know we all. We, we just want to feel good. We want to feel, be- who wants to walk out the door and not feel beautiful and feel like they look great because it does. Yeah. And this is why it's so built into my brand. It's look excellent. You know, f- how it starts is feel excellent, look excellent, perform excellent. Because the truth mm. is, is that if we don't, if we don't appreciate what we're seeing, if, we, if that doesn't feel yes. good, it affects how we feel and that affects how we perform. Agree, agree. And, you know, as we age, whether we like it or not, okay, mm-hmm. with the hormone changing, yes. the face goes south. Right. right. It's just, <laughs> it's just, it's just like, no, it's just, it just in, starts falling. Oh, it just fall. I always say it's gravitational descent. <laughs> you are such a Gemini. You've got such great, like, little snip, uh, pithy statements of words. <laughs> I love it. Oh, and my also, goodness. Oh, so, so it's a gravitational descent, which then makes you look tired, look yes. sad. And even though you feel great about yourself, what you're seeing in the mirror, and we all know, you know, what you see, you know, you feel. And yes. no matter how much you tell yourself, yes, it can work up to a certain point. But after a while, you see what you see, then you're going to be critical, you know. Right. So it becomes like a, a negative loop. I mean, you know about the, what's that, the positive facial mirroring um, exercise. No. Have you heard of that? No. Nope. So there was a there was a study that looked at um what's it called? Um what did they call it? Candidates? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. Subjects. That's right. Subjects. Yeah. yeah. So they look at subjects, they put a pencil on their mouth so that to assimilate to practice. Yeah. So assimilate a smile. Okay. 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 Yeah. So to assimilate a smile and then, so, and then they, they measure how happy they were when you're doing a stressful um, task. So they were saying that if they are smiling, then they are less stressed when they're doing a stressful task. So they were saying that, you know, is it because, because you look like you're smiling. So then that you're happy or it Mm. tricks the brain that you're happy. So that you have a less stressful response. I, that's amazing. And I have heard, I, not the specifics about the pencil. I love that. Um, but I have heard studies, you know, that have done this where, you know, people have, when you're smiling, it's, it literally evokes that energy. And so it right. is, it's like a, it's a, it, it lowers your stress levels. It's like, you can, right. it's, it's interesting. Um, that also makes me think about, 
you know, something that you and I touched on in a conversation uh, where you talked about your skin cells can actually hear you. If I'm remembering, can you talk about that? That's fascinating. So there's a Japanese professor called Dr. Mitsuhiro Denda, and he wrote a book called The, The Skin is Thinking and also The Third Brain, which refers to the skin as the third brain. I think it was published back in 2013. So it's quite new, if you like. But the book is purely in Japanese. And so but I have a neighbor who's Japanese and she's helping me buy the book so that I can translate it into English. But snippets that I found summaries from, you know, from Mr. Google, if you like. So what he says that the cells, the skin, so he's got three layers. We've got the epidermis, the top dermis, and then you've got subcutaneous. So epidermis, which is the top layer, people always think it's the dead layer. It's a protection, but people think it's a dead layer. And the dermis, you've got the collagen elastin, the subcutaneous is the fatty, fatty area. However, the epidermis, what they found is, you know, that actually it has cells that memory cells similar to what you have in the brain. Wow. That's so incredible. in a way, yeah. So in a way, the, so the cells, the skin can remember, you know, different touches, you know. So think about, you know, when you're friction, yeah. when you're running or, you know, when you're putting weights, you're going to get calluses, mm-hmm. right? So it's clear. So if the skin doesn't have memory, it's going to regrow normally. And it's always right. going to get sores, but it has memory. So that's why I know, okay, the pressure, same. Okay, it's going to, to build like a thick skin, if you like, right. you know. So, and also they were finding that, I mean, we also know in the skin, you can actually produce hormones in the skin. Wow. You know, wow. so skin is a target for hormones. So as we know that, but it also produces hormones and it also activates and deactivates hormones as well. That's so in fascinating. It, so in itself, the skin is an endocrine organ. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely heard, you know, skin is the largest organ, but to know that it's an endocrine organ, that's fascinating. You know, that's like what I learned about the muscle from, you know, my girl, Gabrielle Lyon, Dr. Gabrielle Lyon, like the muscle is an endocrine organ. It's, it's fascinating. I know. So then, you know, when you look in the mirror and if you're thinking, if you say to yourself, like, oh, I don't look good today, your skin... Yeah, your skin, your skin absorb it, not only just the words, but vibration Mm. as well. Because think about vibration on the mirror, it happens. There was another study by another Japanese researcher. I love the Japanese. They're just so, you know, so advanced in this. Sure. Um, I think, what's his name? Dr. Um, Dr. Imoto, Dr. Imoto, I can't remember the first name, Dr. Imoto. And he, he did the rice experiment. And he looked at three, so he put rice in three cups with water. And the first cup was putting positive words every day. Okay. Mm -hmm. Saying positive words like, thank you. I love you. You're looking beautiful. Second um, cup, very, you know, negative words. You know, why are you so stupid? You know, you're horrible. And the third cup, completely ignore. Okay. Mm. So after 20 days, you want to look at what happens to the rice. So the first cup, which has positive words, Okay, thrown at it. It was still white, but and but fermented into a very sweet smelling smell. The second one, which was very negative, started it was rotting, very smelly, and was all black. The third one, it was completely ignored, also rotted and in black. So again, it's kind of like positive is one thing, but the negative and completely ignoring is another. Wow. You know, so that's it's wow. kind of like the words has such a, a big role to play in what your cells will feel and do. That's incredible. 
So, so fascinating. So cool. Okay. That bridges my curiosity where I have a million questions waiting for you, where I want to ask you, (laughs) it's like, be ready. Here we go. I want to ask you in terms of loving your skin from the inside out, Mm -hmm. you hear that. What does that look like in application? And also knowing that, you know, every stage of a, we're focusing on women, but obviously men have skin too, but just to make this easier, um, because I do want to talk about cycle syncing with your skin as well. We're going to focus on women here for for the Mm -hmm. time being. And knowing that, you know, every decade, you know, in a woman's life, her skin's going to be going through different things. But if you can give a couple of universal applications that relate back to loving your skin from the inside out, what are those applications? You know, food, rest, whatever it is, please go for it. So I would say, you know, the skin is a reflection of your internal health. And whatever problem that your skin comes up with is a signal for you to pay attention to your body, whether it's to your physical body your emotional body or your spiritual body so it depends and it depends how sensitive your skin is as well i know when i eat bad my skin breaks out if i'm having stress my skin breaks out it comes out in a rash so some people are not so sensitive but some people their skin are very sensitive in showing out really so that you know so they they wear their emotions on their skin so i think with what my impression of loving your skin inside out is actually loving all of it. Back in 2014, before I wrote the book, it just an epiphany came to me that the skin is an extension of your soul. Mm. You know, so it, it encompasses your physical body, but it's really it's an extension. You feel things. You know, so yeah. you you you're you're nearing somebody, but you can feel their aura. They can feel their energy. So it, there is soul soul work. If yeah. you like, and your skin can feel it. Skin can feel the vibration. So it's just an extension. So when I say loving your skin inside out, it's like, in a way, loving your soul. I mean, it's, 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 that's why my patients, when they get to know me, I always tell them, okay, I'm, I do have a woo woo side, you know? Yeah. So, <laughs> some patients, you know, so I'm very careful. I mean, some of my patients who are, uh, know me for a long time, then I'll share more of my woo woo side, you know, because yeah. it's, it's difficult to explain straight away. Sure. Well, and I mean, it's all, you know, these labels, woo-woo, it's always an interesting label to me that I kind of roll my eyes out. I'm like, are we just talking about being one with the force of life, which that might sound, but I'm like, to me, that's very (laughs) logical. Like what, you know, we're, we're all here integrated, you know, everything is connected. Um, So I love that, that you have that about, to me, that makes that, that I trust you more for that reason. Um, I want to say that, you know, the, the part about the soul, the epiphany, it's profound and it really does make a lot of sense to me. You know, we all know the individual who, you know, we see and they're just radiating vitality. Just, they have a radiance to them. It has nothing to do with makeup. It has nothing to do with their face work or their, it's just, it's an energy that some people, and then we know the opposite of that too. We've all seen the person who looks dull and like not really here, 
you know? Yeah. And so to me, that is a direct correlation to what you are saying, you know, that, that it is, our skin does really exude deep, deep, deep parts of our being. So I love, I love that you, that you, you know, I mean, think of, you think about, you know, when we're in love, you're going to glow really, you know, and, but when you do that, you are so sure, confident and safe because somebody loves you and you love that person. Yeah. And then that's, but then, so, but if there is nobody, but you have that feeling, why wouldn't you glow in the same way? Really? You know? Yeah. That's why I like to, when I, you know, it changed the way I approach skincare, you know, and that's why the, in the Eastern world, when they apply skincare, how they apply is so different from how the Western apply. Oh my gosh, I love that you're talking about this because I have questions about literally about application. Please expand on this. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so, I mean, I think the Eastern women, I'm going to go with because that's the majority of my my patients anyway. Yes, yes. Eastern women, it's actually a ritual. They make it a ritual. You know, it's, it's their time, it's me time, no matter how busy they are, whether they're mum, whether they're working woman, you know, and, and the mothers teach the children, you know, teenagers about skincare, you know, yes. okay, do this, do that. But it's kind of like, there is a, a care for the skin, you're caring for the skin. So it's love, yes. really, for the skin. Compared to Western, it's like, okay, I need to strip it. I need to, sure. you know, I need to, you know, kind of like... Um, I don't like the breakouts, you know, I need to strip it with all the oils. I need to like renew it, you know, keep renewing. I need to peel it. You know, so it's, I'm not, not saying everyone, I'm just saying the very generalization. Sure. So it's just a generalization. So, you know, so with Western women in the Western world, I, in a way I have to teach them, okay, don't overuse products, mm. use them, you know, as part of a ritual rather than a thing to do. So it's much they they take it more like oh it's just another chore. I was you know? just, just thinking that it's like a chore. Yes. I gotta wash my it's face before bed. Yes, yes girl. Really. Oh, I have yeah. got to, I've got to, I've got to do a mask. You know, so right. it's like, but it's caring for you. It's like it's like giving your child a hug. You know, is that a chore? You know that kind of thing. So it's kind of like so it's a different approach. And I feel that like you said, there are loads of skin brands out there, some good, some bad, and there will be more great ones that's going to come out, you know? Yeah. So I always tell my patients, like, the skin brand, yes, it's important because, you know, ingredients and everything, but how you apply it is also important, you know, how you use it and not keep changing, you know? So mm. I see so many women change their, their skincare so often because they're not giving time, not right. giving time for it to work with the, the skin, you know, how it works, so, and not slapping all in one go, you know? So it's kind of like, don't see it as a commodity, but seeing as it, um, as a, to support your skin, support you, you know, it's like, it's like nutrients. It's like you, what you eat, you're supporting your body rather than just, you know, it's kind of like you eat to live or live to eat. Right. So. Yeah. No, it's so good. I love that. Uh, Cause I, I, for me, it really is a ritual, you know, and my, and it's interesting, you know, my mother, she was very, very good about, you know, teaching me about skincare and, you know, providing the tools, the, the products, um, you know, growing up to, to be able to, for, for me to take good care of my skin and, you know, and in high school, I mean, a long time ago, um, I mean, I had skin issues. I've throughout my life gone through acne. I've had cystic acne. I've gone, and now, you know, with all that I know about 
biology and yeah, all of it. I'm like, wow. It's almost sad to me because I'm like, I know where so much of that was coming from, Mm. but I had no idea back then that the gluten and the dairy, I was inflamed, you know? And so, but, um, you know, that being said, skincare has always been not a chore to me. It's been a ritual. And, and now, especially in my, oh my gosh, in my forties, it's like, I, I love taking, I'm a double washer with the gentle cleanser in the shower. I'm a shower, every girl kind of night, you know? <laughs> yeah. I got a shower before my bed. Um, but I, so want to ask you this question. It's funny. And then I want to get deeper into skincare specifically. Okay. Uh, is there like, I pat my products, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> but does that make a difference? Cause <laughs> versus just like, you know, but like, it just feels better. You know, when you go to the spa and they, you know, they, they press, press it into the skin yes. and it just feels like, I mean, I guess that goes back to the ritual. Like I want to feel like I'm at the spa when I'm doing my own skincare, you yeah. know? I love it. <laughs> the reason why, rushing, but you no, know. No, I know. But the reason why they pat it because they've done all the, the manipulation and kind of like, kind of like the what's the word called oh what's the word called um manual labor you know massaging yes. your face stimulation yes. so right. after that once you've done the exercise then you pat basically so okay. it's similar like you're exercising cardio 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 you know strength strength, strength. no, no it's after like that you're stretching stretching <laughs> so <laughs> patting is like stretching i love that. zen meditation meditation patting yeah. it's so good okay let's let's dive in to some skincare because i know our our girls are like tell me the good stuff okay so let's talk about uh because I, I do want to talk about skincare products but i really do want to talk about you know the the aesthetic stuff with you as well mm-hmm. let's start with skincare so you know what would you say are some of the key like the you know we have retinol we have vitamin c hyaluronic acid uh, an, a recent ingredient that i've fallen in love with i'm going to say mm-hmm. this correctly niacinamide niacinamide yeah yeah nice oh my gosh that's a really powerful one i'm like whoa yeah B- I, vitamin b Vitamin, yeah. So, can you talk about some of your universal? And this is essentially just to keep the skin in optimal health. Okay. What those ingredients are, products, yeah. So, okay, let me just see how to. So, okay. So, in terms of like optimal skin, you want to make sure your epidermal barrier is intact. You know, so that it's nice and plump, and it kind of protects you from the environmental triggers, keeps your moisture in, in and um, kind of protects you from UV damage. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, because of overuse of acids, peels, um, two active ingredients, the epidermis can thin mm. as we age. Hormones changes or depletes collagen. then also depletes as well. So from the age of 25 to 80 years old, your skin thickness actually reduces by 30%. Got it. In your menopause, the first five years of menopause, your collagen actually reduces by 30%. And every year, your elastin drops by 1.5%. Gosh. I know. (laughs) It's like nature thanks. (laughs) I know. It's like a fast track to just like... (laughs) Gravi- oh. gra- gravitational descent. That's <laughs> Hair back. <laughs> so I always, I always tell my patients the first thing you're gonna do: make sure your epidermal barrier is intact. Okay, 
So I have like three parts, if you like. So first one is reducing inflammation. Second is making sure or maintaining the epidermal barrier is intact. And then after that, you can encourage kind of healthy regenerations, you know, all the active ingredients. So each part has its role depending on where you are. If you like. Okay. So if you have acne, reduce inflammation, rosacea, reduce inflammation, sensitivity, dryness, reduce inflammation, always start with reduce inflammation. You can't go wrong if you do reduce inflammation. Same with the body. You know, mm-hmm. if you don't know where to start, reduce inflammation. Totally. You know? It's amazing. It's a, start, it's a start of everything. Yeah. So reduce inflammation. I mean, at the moment, niacinamide is a big word, but it's, it's one of the very good ones at the mm-hmm. moment. Vitamin B3 can get it as a serum, a cream or a mask. Cause I use bit, um, a niacinamide mask. Mm-hmm. Um, as well so I like using that and you can sleep overnight with it and then um, in the epidermal barrier repair okay so you want to make sure you've got the ceramides the cholesterol and lipids as the cream so then this, the, the skin cells can kind of encourage itself vitamin C can help as well because it's also an antioxidant as well so it kind of protects it sunscreen as well hyaluronic acid Yes, a part of the um, reducing the inflammation, no, the maintaining the epidermal barrier. And then the encouraging healthy regeneration. You've got your acids, you've got your retinols, you know, mm-hmm. so different parts of it. So you don't need a lot of products, but you need some really good products. Right. You know? So again, you want to have a good product and every application you use, you're going to maximize the return of application. Sure. Ladies, I am so excited to let you know that Queendom, Black Belt Beauty's exclusive membership community for women only, has officially opened her doors and is welcoming new members. Queendom is an exclusive community of high-minded, empowering, supportive, badass women who are all on a mission to live from their fullest potential in life. This empowered space is monitored by me personally to ensure that it is non-toxic, non-competing, and an inspiring, energetic environment. What this membership includes is one monthly live Zoom call with me, where I take you on a deep dive and a specific focus for the month. So think topics like self-love, self-confidence, and vitality. These topics are vital to living from your fullest potential in life. So these talks are going to support you to get more clarity on them and help you to develop and strengthen your relationship with them in your life. You get one monthly challenge that is specific to the focus for the month for stronger development and progress in that area. You get a monthly workbook with a summary of that topic and journal prompts around the subject. You get a variety of intentional meditations that I create to help you get rooted in specific areas of yourself and your life. You get exclusive Black Boat Beauty Radio podcast guest content for Queendom members only. And ladies, I love to have fun, so you can expect to have a lot of it in Queendom. There will be several pop-up virtual events, including more live coaching sessions with me, beauty sessions, training sessions, cooking hangs, master classes and Q&As, all with high-level guest experts. You also get my VIP high performance vault. So think my top tools that I rely on to feel my best, to look my best and to perform my best in life. Above all, you get community and accountability support from the incredible members of Queendom who are on aligned missions to live from their fullest potential in life. 
You know, one of my favorite quotes that sums up my aim with Queendom is this one by Reid Hoffman. No matter how brilliant your mind or strategy, if you're playing a solo game, you will always lose out to a team. You guys, I want you all to be winning in your life from within and out. And I'm a firm believer that teamwork truly does make the dream work. So I've designed Queendom to be exactly that, a team of women who are supporting the best in each other to actualize their dreams into life. So the cost for all of this is just $40 a month. And that price is exclusive to this period of enrollment only. For those who purchase a full year of membership up front, you get one month of membership for free. Investing in this membership is investing in yourself. So if you're ready to join Queendom, go to blackbeltbeauty.com to sign up or click the link in the show notes. Ladies, let's seek the fight together in 2021 as a badass team of empowered queens. Membership has its privileges. I can't wait to see you and support you in the queendom. There's so much out there. So my goal was like, okay, what are some of the main, main ones that you go towards that, you know, because for example, retinol, I think universally is just understood that that is one of the most powerful cell regenerators, anti-aging, you know, ingredients. And we've evolved so much with retinol, right? It used to be very scary, um, but there's- But now the the formulations change now. So you've got slow release formulations, so you can get very high concentration in slow formulations. So it's better for sensitive skin. And But with retinol, I always still recommend once a week because I've seen women use it too often and their skin becomes very glassy and thin. Oh, really? Yeah. So you know what I just started using? Um, I've used retinol for years and I've gone in and out of different ones. I've had prescribed Mm -hmm. ones and then, you know, I've experienced dermatitis above the eyes because it was sensitive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I stopped that and then I went to a more low key one. Then I just kind of changed mine recently and I'm actually really loving it, but it's a grand active retinol. It's a okay. 2%. So it's, um, I get, yeah, there's so many different variations of different formulations. Now. Yeah. Yeah. And it is, um, I mean, I'm, I'm actually really liking it. So, uh, but yeah, retinol is definitely a staple. It, is there a time period that you like a starting point that you would say, you know, for age. these specific, yeah, exactly. So from retinol, I would say from age 25 onwards. Okay. Really, you know, okay. young, but like say, start with the lowest concentration and slowly build up. Yeah, if you need to. And around the eye, you were talking about it. Actually, a, a easy way to apply it on the eye is once you apply it all over your face and whatever you have on your skin, yeah. put your eye cream on it to dilute it and then apply it on your eyes. Okay, amazing. Yeah, apparently yeah. I, that happened to me because it was just so dry where I was. And mm. that combination um, made me react above the eyes. So, so interesting. But okay, amazing. So vitamin C, Retinol, um, the niacinamide is great. Peptides will be good too. Peptides. peptides. Yes. Oh, there's so many. Is there any specifically that you love? No, or I, I, I love more like I love more multi-peptides because you can't have one. Then a peptide is really good because again, it's building blocks for your skin. You can add growth factors as well. So there's a lot of products you can have growth factors, and that's why a lot of People in the regener- into regeneration, they like to do PRP, platelet-rich plasma, because it's the way it's just growth factors from your own blood system. Ooh, girl, you just took us right into the next phase. 
Oh, so I, you know, not that long ago, I saw this video of that you posted and you were talking about microneedling and, you know, yes. so you say PRP and I'm thinking of microneedling and ugh, let's go into this region now of, <laughs> of things because, you know, so I've had consultations. I've been curious. So, okay, let me start by saying this again. I've never done Botox or fillers and I'm, but I'm in this time, this decade where like, what could I do outside of my lifestyle? You know, so the foods mm-hmm. I eat and the way I train, the way I rest, my skincare. Is there anything else besides my hydrofacial too, which I really love that I could be doing that's not going in that direction yet of Botox or anything, but that just can help me to maintain the integrity mm-hmm. of my skin health and all that. And so I, you know, I've heard about microneedling so much in so many positive ways. I want to just say it straight up. It scares me. I mean, anything that you're doing to the face for me, I'm like, that's scary. It's your face. Um, Mm -hmm. But the concept, you know, and I've had the consultations, it's like, no, there's no, and I have very sensitive skin, like such that if you scratch, I welt. Okay. So your your histamine reaction is quite strong. Yes. Thank you. God, see Mm -hmm. what you just said. Exactly. So (laughs) I'm like, uh, how much downtime do you need? Plus I'm a girl in the sun. Yes. Is microneedling really my jam? Like, please talk about that. And then I want to dive into other, you know, um, the treatments. Yes. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> so microneedling is a form of collagen induction. Okay. Okay. It's, it's a, it's a physical or mechanical collagen induction. Okay. By causing microtrauma to your skin to stimulate collagen production. You can have chemical mm-hmm. resurfacing, which is also um, collagen induction, depending on the peel. You can also have energy-based collagen induction, radiofrequency, um, kind of fractional lasers. So microneedling is great for scars. Mm. Um, collagen is also good, depending on what you apply as the glider. But because you're in the sun, there is higher risk of pigmentation your skin type as well, your higher risk of pigmentation. So that is the only potential downside. You can do uh, smaller needles, which just gives you a flush. And then you can use the PRP over it. Because even if you do a PRP, which is a platelet-rich plasma, together with microneedling to enhance the absorption or penetration, you still need a good at least a week out of the sun or two weeks, really. And I know that will kill you. (laughs) <laughs> well, it's just, I don't even know how it's possible because even if I'm just, you know, I walk all day, like, it's like, it's, it's, I'm in this and I wear my sunscreen, obviously zinc, minimal sunscreen, but I'm outside. Yeah. I'm not an inside woman, you know? Yeah. So yeah. It is possible. You know, I mean, like for me, I'm very prone to pigmentation. However, I have that, I have those treatments as well. So during those, yes, yeah, sunscreen, but I also use products that prevent or inhibit melogenesis, melanogenesis. So kind of block the pathways of producing melanin. So to reduce the risk of post-inflammatory hypermentation. So whichever clinic you go to, you skin peaks before to kind of stabilize the melanin so it doesn't go crazy after you have the trauma and then continue the, the protocol two weeks after to stabilize it as well. So it just reduces your risk of PIH. Okay. I'm just going to repeat because it was a little cutting it in and out. So you're saying that there's like the pre-work of a couple of weeks to make sure that your melanin is not going to go haywire upon doing these treatments. And then there's the post-work that you're doing. Okay. Well, yeah. And I love that you said that because I am prone to dark spots. If I get a pimple Mm -hmm. from, well, 
the and I don't touch it. Like it can not scar. It just the dark spots just likes to live on my face for weeks. So just move in, like make itself at home. <laughs> I'm like, I did not invite you. Get out of here. <laughs> so it's protecting just, you. It's protecting you. Is that what it's doing? Well, and then yeah. so. I, I was thinking, I'm like, is that what it's doing? The other thought of, you know, I'm not really a hydroquinone girl because that has been suggested because above my lip, you can't, it's hard to see, you know, I'll wear concealer and, but it almost looks like I have that birth control hormonal mm-hmm. that can happen. Yeah. Melasma, but the lip. Um, mm-hmm. And I have had suggestions of, oh, you know, if you use some hydroquinone, but I've, I've, from what I've learned about hydroquinone. I don't really like hydroquinone. Yeah. So you wouldn't because it, it's a carcinogen. Is that it's a carcinogen, yeah. And there's a unless you do it properly, there's a risk of rebound, um, right? Hyperpigmentation, which is worse, you know. So, right. but check out a product called Cispera. Okay. Um, I can't remember the chemical name, Cispera. So, it's not as harsh as hydroquinone, but you apply on the area fifteen minutes and you wash it off. So oh. every night. You apply it and you wash it off. Again, whatever you use for melogenesis, you still have to sunscreen and everything, but yeah, you yeah. check it out. Okay, perfect. Yeah, because I'm, thank you for that. Yeah, um, I'm on a mission with with trying to, you know, I've got the vitamin C and all the things. There's another acid, it begins with a T. I'm not going to pronounce it right. TCA? No, Traxel something. It's some specific acid that has been shown to reduce dark spots. Um, Oh, I know what you're talking about. I can't remember it. Yeah, it's yeah, and I just started using a product that has it. So, I you know the the jury's still out. I don't know yet, but that is for me personally a big and you know then that leads me to want to ask you about lasers because I know that um, you know Fraxel lasers could be useful as well for I mean dark spots, but obviously texture, you know, toning scars. Scars. How do you feel? Are there lasers that you like? Are there things to be cautious? Yeah. When your skin is prone to pigmentation, I'm very cautious. And, you know, sometimes they won't even touch you with the laser just because it could, you, yeah. you was like you say, you, you are gorgeous and your skin is beautiful. There is, you don't, it's, I think that's extreme doing the laser. Unless you have scars, fine, then you can do it. But yeah. I don't think you need it really yeah. with the, with the fractional laser. Okay. Okay. What, so radio frequency, I've been hearing a lot about this too. I've actually been, you know, in a consultation, I was, you know, she was telling me about it as well. And I'm, it's so much more expensive than microneedling. And I'm like, why? Is it because the machine is expensive. So you're paying for, for the machine really. Wow. Okay. But this is a, a treatment that has essentially no downtime, right? Essentially no downtime unless they really jack, jack up the energy and it burns you, you know, but oh. it's but it's less likely. It's really less likely, you know, so it's, it's a, a gentle heat mm-hmm. as they raise it up. So you're getting um, thermal, thermal collagen induction. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So you're causing, yeah. yeah. So it helps to, it's great. The question is how long it lasts. It's great for before events. Perfect. You you just, you know, straight away you get this thermal collagen contraction and oh, you just really? look great. I love the so, way we just went back. Yeah, it's great for... Just watching, like, pull it back. I know. It's great for, what's it called? Yeah, events. Just before for my events. birthday? Do I Hell need to yeah. get it for my birthday? <laughs> do it. Do it. Do it. Day before, like, ding. That's right. You know, I look five years younger. Ding. 
<laughs> you know, it's it. But the question is how long it lasts. That's yeah. it's questionable because, yeah. like I said, how much you pay, the upside is not that much. Right. You know, yeah, she so, said it depends on the woman that I was speaking to said, you know, it's obviously depends on your genes and your lifestyle, but it could last up to two years. And I was like, wow, okay. Um, you know, and when I think about this stuff, I mean, the, the, the I'm thinking about the word hormesis. It's very similar, right? It's hormesis. Yes. It's like you're, you're, it's you're right. It's a shock. Mm-hmm. We do that when we go in, you know, cold and heat, you know, hyperthermic yes. conditioning, you know, ice baths and sauna. It's that same. I mean, even turmeric is like, Turmeric is is a form of hormesis, right? It's yes. putting that little stress on the body, so your body then, you know, responds. Absolutely, responds to make it resilient. Right. That's it. So yeah, that's what these know, treatments. Yes. Different, what? like you say, chemical, mechanical, and energetic. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, chemical, mechanical, energetic. Okay. And, so, mm-hmm. Yeah. No, please go ahead. No, the energetic. You can add the thermal if you want, but. I put the the heat under energetic. So yeah, heat is energy. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. What what treatments are you loving? Like, did I? T- is there anything that I'm not touching on? Like, I mean, we talked about radio frequency, talk, micro frequency. I mean, Botox we touched a little bit. No, um, yeah. Let's. I want to talk about that as well. <laughs> I mean, I just I kind of categorize them differently because in to my in my mind, it's like okay, the radio frequency, the micro needling, these are more natural, even though they are still mm-hmm. you know more. You know, it's not just like a something that you're putting on your face, but to me, Botox and fillers, uh, or you know, they're 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 coming in on the surface and they're just, I don't know, you're in, how, you're, in, you're inserting something. Basically. You're inserting yeah. something. There's also yeah. um, under eye. There's a treatment that it's called candula. Is that what's that oh, called? Where they fill in the tear trough? Yeah. There's a I forget what it's called, but. Look for everyone watching, like that's you know, see, <laughs> you're fine. Those are yeah. those are difficult to do because, like you said, when you smile, your cheek is pushing up the skin, but yes. when you're relaxing, you don't have anything there. So, the tear right. trough is basically the first centimeter under your eye, and that's like a dip. It can be age because of kind of volume loss, but it can be just genetics that you have it. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, what are you okay? Let's talk about Botox and fillers. I mean, okay. yeah, go. So, I would say, like. Because like like you said, there's a lot of treatments, but I like to break it down like, you know, an easy guide to non-surgical treatments. Kind of like, what do you want it to do? First of all, what do you want it to do? So first one, do you want to relax a muscle? Do you want to fill a line? Do you want to add volume? Do you want to lift firm? Do you want to change your skin? Do you want to boost your skin? So it depends on what you want to do. Then you put your treatments in. Treatments come and go. There'll be new treatments, but it depends on what you want to do. So Botox can help to relax the line. Like you said, you know, if you've got very strong frown muscles, then you have the, the 11s that you wake up with, or you have very um, lines on your forehead, crow's feet. So those are the licensed uh, Botox um, indications. Sure. And then you can also do Botox. This is a non-licensed one for the chin, for corbo chin. That's when you get the, you know, the witch's chin. Yeah. Pots, the little, like, yeah, that little, little holes. So you can do Botox for that. You can slim the jawline. Um, you know, putting Botox at the masseter. You can do Botox in the neck to reduce Whoa. your turkey neck. So you can do Botox in your just in the side here to reduce some um, gummy smile. So, oh. so with the Botox, you can also um, adjust how high you want your eyebrows. So they call it a chemical brow lift. Okay, so let's say maybe you're not ready for. Um, 
you know, surgery, upper blepharoplasty. So you can do Botox to lift your eyebrows a little bit. And mm -hmm. depending on where you inject, you can lift your eyebrows on the side or on the arch. So it depends on what you want. What, how do you, I mean, it's such an art form. And obviously I think like Botox is like Starbucks. It's like, you can get it on every corner now. <laughs> Like, I know. And that's kind of scary uh, because obviously we, there's a lot of overdoing, which I kind of want to talk about with you too. Um, you know, but you, you know, so it's like, how do you know who to go to and, and, you know, where, like, I mean, where would you Botox me? <laughs> like, how do you, because, it, because here's the thing. It's like, like you said, it's not always, oh, there's a line there. So I have to Botox there. It's like you do it in these other areas that then affect other areas. If I'm saying that correctly, I've listened yes. to some, yeah. What do we do? How, how do <laughs> so how we've been taught is in a way, inject by numbers, if you like. You yes. know, so like where to inject, how much to inject. But the phase, as we know, everyone is very different. The muscle bulk is different. And what you want it to do is different. It's dynamic. So it is an art form. You know, so the technical, you can learn the technical, but the artistic approach, that's, yes, you can, you can have a flair for it. You can learn by experience. But again, that's, it depends on, you know, your approach. So I, I I think a good sign of who to go to, number one, have a look at them, have a look at their face. Do you like what you see? Because they will do their own Botox. So that's a good indication, you know. And also, then uh, you have to ask around because it's easy to, before and after, it's easy to, right. uh, what's the word called? Tweak your pictures. Ah, it's easy to, yeah, it's easy to tweak your pictures. Easy. Yeah. So you really have to just go by, by, by testimonials and recommendations. Right. Okay. And let's talk about the health of Botox. You know, it, it, you know, it's been shown that it's technically health, like safe. Um, and I, you know, talking to someone like you with your holistic approach and integrative, you know, medicine, I really would love to hear your thoughts and, and what you know about the health of Botox, because I think about like the compounding effects and especially girls mm. are getting it so young. That's the thing. Like, my goal is like, okay, if I'm ever going to Botox, like, can you just push it out as long as you can? Because more than likely when you start, I feel like it's mm. something, unless for some reason you can't get it, it's you're likely going to stick to it. So then there's this compounding effect. How does that affect us in the body? So, I mean, I'm, I'm glad that in actually UK, they just recently passed a law for, um, it's, 18, 18 years old and below, they ban cosmetic procedures. Good. You know, so that's just quite recent. And I think with the Botox and so Botox has been used for a long time before being used for cosmetic use. They're used for children, cerebral palsy, used for squints. So that was what it was used for, for muscle spasms. So when they used it for, for cosmetic, because it was actually by accident when they discovered that, they, you know, when they injected for squints that they realized, oh, the frown lines actually improved. So that's when they explored it for cosmetic. The dose is actually much smaller than what you would use for children or for squints. Now, the question is when you use it too much, okay? So if someone is have very sensitive um, immune system, you know, autoimmune, then I will be much more careful, you know, or, you know, kind of history of cancer. I'll be much more careful. Not to say that it has any 
research that shows that it affects it, but we don't know with someone who's got autoimmunity. We don't know, right. you know what happens to it. But don't forget when you relax a muscle, it stops working. So it actually shrinks. So, uh, so again, what are you using it for? So in the olden days or when it first became very popular, women are using or having it on their foreheads too much. So the forehead muscles or the frontalis is the only muscle that lifts your eyebrows up. So as time goes, the muscle shrinks, that's going to drop. What do they do? They need surgery to lift it up. Okay. I love you because <laughs> I'm, and please, if, if anything that comes out right now, like if I'm not saying this, if there, if you, if you can combat it, combat it. Because okay. personally, I'm so tired of hearing this sales pitch of it's preventative. Preventing what? What I know about muscles as a girl who has muscles, yep. who goes to the gym to have my muscles. If you don't use your muscles, atrophy happens. Yeah. And when atrophy happens, we go saggy, we fall. So <laughs> if we're atrophying, if we're putting this Botox in to, to prevent, but really the muscle's not being used, so it's not flexing, it's not flexing, there's atrophy that's happening. And Correct. if you stop that, then everything falls. If I'm wrong, please correct me. Because <laughs> that's just like my logical like girl who trains and lift weights. I'm like, how is this... This is what they're selling. Listen, like sell all day of like, you know, we're going to refresh. We're going to, but this selling point that I've heard and it's so, because when girls want to talk about, no, it's preventative. I'm like preventing what? <laughs> your your muscle needs to be used in order to stay strong. So agree, please. Agree. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm I love such this. a little sassy. Like. No, sorry, I love this. So you can have dynamic wrinkles or static wrinkles. Okay. Oh. So dynamic wrinkles are lines that come on movement of muscles. Static wrinkles are basically there whether you move it or not. Okay. okay. Botox will not treat static wrinkles because you're not moving the muscles. Okay. So, but when you get a line, when you move the muscle, then Botox can help because okay. is you have a dynamic muscle. Now, what I always tell my patients to do is that you're breaking the habit of that muscle crunching as much, but mm. it gives you time to work on your skin, to build its resilience, to make it strong, so okay. that when you next time moving it, you're not going to crease your skin as much. Mm, okay. Okay. So that's kind of, so I think the prevention, it depends on how old and whether they have dynamic muscles or not, really. But definitely, if they don't have any lines, whether it's dynamic or static, no, definitely no. No. Okay. I love that. Thank you for clarifying that because it's, yeah, like I said, I just feel like it's so sold to so many women and they're so convinced. Yeah. I'm just preventing. I'm like, no, it's interesting. Yeah. It's interesting. You know, when like the crow's feet, I don't like it when they do Botox too much because when you're smiling, you need to smile in your eyes. Okay. When you're not, when you're not smiling your eyes, you know about the Duchenne and non-Duchenne smile? No. I love it. I okay. love it. So do chance. Okay. <laughs> You're frozen again. Okay. Oh no. Okay. So ready? Go. Do, okay. Good. So do chance smile is basically when you're smiling and your eyes smile with you. Okay. The non do smile is when you're smiling. It's, it's a fake smile. It's like you're just moving your cheeks. Like you're not smiling at all. So when you use Botox, like completely obliterate your crossfit you will get a non-juchan smile and it just looks fake and then with that people's reaction to you is in a way again like we're talking about that positive um, sure 
mirror effect. They found that if you have a non-Duchenne smile, you're not going to get the same effect as a Duchenne smile because, again, it's not a real smile. It's a fake smile. I love that. And it's so true. You know, I'm thinking about some of the closest individuals into my heart in my life. And they, and I say this to them, like your eyes smile and Mm -hmm. it's a, there's a warmth and a genuine feeling when you look at someone and their eyes smile. In fact, you know, the times that I have talked to, you know, the women for, um, consultations for like microneedling or, and if Botox came up, which I, you know, just talking about it, you know, one of the things that I've said is like, I would never want, um, even I've, I've inquired because I have TMJ mm-hmm. and I've, you know, sometimes when I chew, I literally can look in the mirror and I'm like, oh my gosh, your face is swollen, you know? And it's, I don't like it. It's like all of a sudden the jaw just gets more, you know? Mm-hmm. So I've wondered about that, you know, mm-hmm. but I've been so, so I've talked to, you know, uh, the, the women in the consultations about that. But my big thing is like, I do not want my smile to be mm. interrupted at all because I actually really like my smile. It's just, it's real. It's gorgeous. You know? Thank it's gorgeous. You. It's, 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 it's real. <laughs> I know. And also like you say, your face, you have that ang- angle in your jawline that yeah, a like, lot of women would kill for. Really? Okay? You think so? You can, okay, actually, you can actually do filler to actually create that jawline. Really? It's just, yeah. I just want it to not get bigger. I'm like, can you just, you know? Yeah. So you can potentially do Botox in the masseter, which is the jaw muscles, just very small doses, really. Yeah. You know? But then you have, like you said, you have to go with somebody that just say, just super tiny, just to relax it a little bit. And it's yeah. funny. I mean, I say I would do treatments myself before I do it on patients. And when I did Botox, so at the beginning, you learn on the top, you know, the forehead, the eyes, and you yeah. know, the frown. And then later, we learn at the bottom. And I tried the bottom, but I, I, the bottom means, you know, the chin, the jawline, and the neck. And I did way too much. And it was funny because it was just early on of dating my husband, and I couldn't move my bottom lip. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> that's horrible. Wait, you could take Botox out, right? Or fillers out? Or no, you can't take Filler, Botox filler. You yeah. Filler, you can dissolve it. Got it. Okay. So Botox, you need three months to wear off, but filler, you can dissolve it. Got it. Okay. There's so many things. Yeah. Lip fillers, so many, so many things. I mean, my goal, like I, first of all, obviously I'm very curious, um, but also, you know, to to have this conversation and to talk about these specific things with me for my own self, but also just knowing that there's so many women listening and, you know, obviously some women, you know, there's only going to be a lot of women who are already deep in this game, but, you know, there's a lot of women too, you know, I know who personally look to me as, you know, I have a tagline age, like a badass, right? which doesn't mean I'm saying you can't do these things, but it's more of like just owning your process of aging in a very robust, healthy, confident manner, right? So do the things that are going to optimize your health, your insight, your, men- your mental health, your physical bio, all, all, all that stuff. Um, and then also be doing caring for the external as well. I mean, when I go to the gym, yes, or any form of training, I have many forms of training. I'm definitely, you know, doing it for my health and for longevity, for performance, but there's also an aesthetic component that does come into play. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. So I'm definitely an advocate to say like, do all the things that are going to help you to, you know, age in a way where you feel really confident and badass. So, you know, 
there are women. To, they comes to intention. It's the intention. Why they have treatments? Do right. they need it or do they want it? It's a different. It's a very. It's a. It's a very slight different, but an important one. Yeah, because I mean, look, I mean, I think you know, if you're going in to do things because you're feeling very insecure about a lot, and that's actually a really sticky area too, because mm. you know, you there are people whose lives have changed, for example, because they did go on, they they got the the nose job or they fixed the thing, and what that 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 is a beautiful thing, like. Yes, whatever. Exactly. Right. The, no one's judging on that because, you know, you got to live in you. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, but I was, I, you know, where I was going initially with the, the age like a badass is I know a lot of women who also listen to the show or, you know, maybe they haven't gone there yet. And they're wondering like, what, what are my options? Like maybe I'm not ready like you, Roxy, to do the Botox or do the fillers or anything like that. Maybe I never want to be. And personally, maybe I never will, you know? But so what are these other things that we could be doing? So something that I've recently fallen in love with and I want to talk to you about is the gua sha. You know, we have jade mm-hmm. rollers, gua sha, now the stone where it's like the ancient Chinese stone. Do you, do you like gua sha? Is there anything mm-hmm. that you don't? I yeah. do like gua sha. I, I actually was... Yeah, I mean, I actually was gifted a beautiful gosha by Yina, a, a beautiful company. So I'll be um, using that, but mostly using, um, I'll be doing a video on it as well later. So that will be quite good. Um, but with the, what's that word called? I'm trying to think, because we're talking about natural things that like what we can do, if you yeah. like. I mean, I believe in face yoga. I believe in face yoga, but you, you need... Oh, face, face yoga. yoga. Face yoga. I'm seeing so much of that. Yes. And I, yes, please. Let's talk about face yoga. Skin yeah. gym. <laughs> so face yoga. Absolutely <laughs> skin gym. You know. Again, you know, face yoga is kind of like, how can you activate those muscles that lifts? Okay. Yeah. And then also relax the muscles that draws your face down and makes it angry. So that's kind of like the whole concept of face yoga, how you harmonize your face. But again, those you need to be consistent. You need to be diligent, you know, like going to the gym, you know. So right. not every woman have that patience. Right. So it's really, it's great for maintenance with the facial yoga, but it needs time to to build it. So some women, like I said, they, they just want a head start. Maybe they right. don't have treatments for a head start and then they maintain it you know, with something else. So it's not like once you have it, you will have it forever, but maybe it's just a head start. Right. You, so it's like a boot camp. It's like a boot camp. Like a, <laughs> like a boot camp. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Cause I've been, I see so much um, on Instagram, so many lymphatic draining, you know, techniques and this, and that's, I mean, is there any downside or things that could go wrong with this kind of, you know, manipulation? Thank you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Facial manipulation, yeah. Facial facial manual manipulation. I think that's better rather than yeah. Facial manual manipulation. It depends again um, if they've got infection, you know. So they've got active spots. Uh, if they've had ca- had cancer, so you guys got to be very careful. Sometimes they might be um, maybe putting too much pressure. Then you might sensitize the skin a little bit. So again, you just got to be very careful uh, where you're where you're draining it down down to. Okay. That's amazing. Okay. Can we talk? I want to ask you, uh, my, um, high frequency, the wand for antibacterial 
Oh yes, I love that. Do you really? Does it do anything it. more than just? Is it for antibacterial or is it? Uh, no, it's just antibacterial. It's just oh, okay. it's, like, it's like an ionization. It's like an ionization thing, really. You know. Oh, so, okay. the, and then it's um it, uh, what's it called? Yeah, because when you do it, you you smell the the ionization of oxygen. You break yeah. down. I go. Yeah, I love it. It's it's a classic OD, but it works. Yeah, I have I have it, and sometimes if there is a little breakout, I'll use yeah. it. So I was just curious if there's any other magical things about it. Um, okay, so I have asked you a million questions, um, and you're so generous, and I'm I just I adore you, and I appreciate you so much. I want to ask you if you had a magic wand, and you mm-hmm. could give the masses in the world, men and women, now one positive habit that would have a large ripple effect on their lives, what would it be and why? Master your sleep. Get good quality and quantity of sleep, basically. Solve so many problems. So many problems. I mean, so many problems. I literally looked this morning. I didn't get, I only got an hour of REM. Um, Not that (laughs) cognitively sharp today, but, you know, and I looked at my skin and I was like, there really is such a difference on the days that you wake up and you really got high quality, great sleep. So we're not just talking about hours. We're talking about your deep, your REM. Yes. Your skin just looks happier, like perky. And then those days when you don't. You're detoxing. You're detoxing and regenerating at nighttime because you're producing your growth hormones at night. So it's regenerating. Okay. And then let me ask you. So you said producing growth hormones at night, but that does depend on what hours you're going to sleep, right? Correct. Yes. Because a window, because some people are like, oh, but you know, I'll go to bed at one, but I'm still, I'm waking up at 10, but I'm like, yeah, but you're missing that. Because you have more cortisol. You have more cortisol. Oh my gosh. Okay. So many things. Hormones. <laughs> Let, can we talk? I just want to ask you a little bit about that because I know that you specialize in hormones. Is there anything mm-hmm. that you want to talk about in the realm of hormones to live in this conversation that, you know, can support women, you know, uh, in terms of their, like, is there, because th- hormones is a universe. I mean, that's it's, a big yeah, subject. Uh, I mean, we can do potentially another podcast on hormones itself, really, as you know, but hormones with skin. But I think the biggest one that, you know, everyone we should focus on is cortisol, not just because of stress it does in the body, but also stress in the skin. And actually, on our skin has actually receptors to, you know, and actually can produce its own cortisol, can convert cortisone to cortisol to activate cortisol. Wow. So, so they found that you know we talk about the HPA axis in the body. There is actually like a HPA axis in your skin as well. Really. Yeah. So, and they found that because it's a peripheral cortisol production, it's more inflammatory compared to the, you know, more, what's it called? More centralized um, nervous system that's more um, anti-inflammatory. So then to help the cortisol aspect of your skin, I mean, this is just, is this more of a lifestyle? Yeah. Lifestyle is important, you know, and also um, the products that you apply as well, stress, you know, stress is such a big thing, sugar regulation, because if not, then it will affect how your skin heals, how your skin repair, how your skin regenerates. That's all affected by, by, by cortisol. What does beauty mean to you? Ooh. Such a big word. I know. It's like I just threw you in at the last I minute. Know. Like uh... <laughs> oh my God. I think beauty is loving yourself, but in all its glory and flaws. Really. I would yeah, that's beauty for me. 
Just all of you, like owning yourself. All of, yeah, just owning yourself. Whether you like something or not, it's just own up to it and it's okay. I love that. <laughs> you are so, we have to Aww. do more. We, for sure. You're like you, <laughs> yeah, I want to get, I want to actually do a podcast where we're just go, diving into the hormone aspect. Cause I know that's also a big part of your expertise and it, it is such a big you know, important conversation, um, you know, as it relates to all things, Thanks. health and beauty. So, um, I would love to I have that. Com- oh, yeah. So I just, I know we talked about a lot of things and I'm so grateful and I, I can't wait to do another podcast with you and just have more conversations with you. But I do want to ask you, is there anything that we have not touched on yet, or even something that, you know, you wish you were able to speak more on or like people asked you more about, or you just want this piece to live in this amazing conversation. Um, no worries if, if not, cause we did touch on a lot of things, but if you do have something that you want, like a closing statement, I'd love to hear it. So the reason why I want women to feel confident about themselves is basically I'm trying to create a better future really for my son through the women I meet. Because when women are confident, it would just encourage and influence positively with the girls that will be coming after us. They're going through so much pressure, you know, to be a certain way. And we want them to find their voice. And it's difficult. And I always feel that girls, acne is not just scars and external, but it's also scars internal. So it's kind of like, how can we help the younger generation by being confident ourselves, really, you know, so not just focusing on now, but focusing on on the future generation and now in our world. I love that. And I think it's so important. You know, we are a collective and we we don't want to just be thinking about us. And right now we have to be thinking about those coming up behind us and what they're experiencing and, and how, what they're experiencing is going to do Mm. for the trajectory of their lives. So it is like a kind of human responsibility, if you will, uh, to, to, yeah, totally. No. And it's, you know, and listen, and it, it bridges me to, to this piece that I, I share with all of my amazing guests who come on and it is this moment to just say, thank you for being such a powerful contributor you know, I mean, even in that thought process, uh, but it obviously extends beyond just your thoughts and your ideas, but you're actually, you are a contributor, you know, the way that you show up in the world for yourself, for your personal life, for your clients, for your community, you're contributing. So I am, I'm so grateful to be in space with you, to have you on the show and to be officially be new friends. And I just, yeah, yes, I'm, yes I just, I adore you. And so <laughs> I, I would love for you to share. I know that you have a membership, uh, you have things going on for, for women to stay connected, to work with you. When you come to the States, I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying we <laughs> have to hang or I'll meet you in another part of the world when the world calms down. Um, if anybody's touching my face in any way, I'm, I'm, I'm saving this. This face belongs to you. I said it out loud on the podcast. It belongs to you. Oh, bless you. <laughs> I trust you. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're not going to give me fake smiles. <laughs> no. Definitely not. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay. So 
I mean, the best way to connect with me is through Instagram. Um, Dr. Underscore Terry Underscore. And um, at the moment now, I'm creating a mem- um, a program to help women in their 40s. So kind of like fabulous 40s going through hormones, skin, and then later on um, a membership afterwards. But that, you know, but the best way is to, to connect with me, Instagram. And if you like, because I do virtual consultations and if you mm-hmm. need help with skin or hormones or and my advice, um, I also do that at the moment. Okay. Beautiful. I love that. Everything will be in the show notes. Yeah. I love your IG, your content. So fun. It's so informative. Um, you know, Oh, so many things, your live IGs are so many, so many things uh, for everybody needs to go get dialed into you on Instagram. Thank you so, so much again. Uh, This is not goodbye. This is to be continued. So thank you so much. Beautiful. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode, you guys. If you loved it, please share it on your social. Throw it up on your Instagram stories and tag me. I'm at Black Belt Beauty. I am also at Roxy Look, R-O-X-Y-L-O-O-K. I love connecting with you guys. This is a conversation that I want to just continue growing with you guys. So if you feel inspired to hit me up, do so in that space. I always enjoy hearing from you. If you'd like to support this podcast, you can do so by rating it and reviewing it via iTunes. It's such supportive help, you guys. It really helps the visibility of this podcast. So I appreciate and thank you in advance for doing that. And last but not least, if you are interested in starting your own podcast, or perhaps you already have one and you need help with you know editing your audio and the production of it, I cannot recommend my producers enough. Resonate Recordings, you guys, they are the bomb. I rely on them. They are an absolute supportive tool to me and my podcast. So check them out and let them know that Black Belt Beauty sent you. And on that note, you guys, I'm signing off with all my love and always looking forward to catching you on the next.